Hello, my friends, and welcome to Cookie's Candid Conversations. This is Cookie White, and this podcast is constructed to give honest suggestions rooted in Scripture to pump up your day with encouragement and fill your life with positivity. Recently, as Gary and I read through our morning devotions, the subject focused on being a runner in a race. As I began to meditate over those verses that I've read and studied many times, God, as he always does, gave me a new perspective. As we head toward Palm Sunday, my podcast today is entitled, Is Jesus Actually Cheering for Me? Have you ever entertained the thought of seeing Jesus in a crowd of spectators rooting for you, whether it was playing a sport or trying to finish all your reps at the gym or possibly attempting to learn bocce or pickleball in an older body. I simply never thought about Jesus as a cheerleader for me in the various arenas of my life. But he has been cheering for us from the very first moment we drew breath. He came to earth to spread the good news of being God's son with an important message. God loves us and desires the very best for us. And he is on our team cheering for us to have the very best in this life. But here's the problem with our carnal nature. We have a different definition of what the Lord desires is best for us. I often have used the example of a child begging for a piece of candy before dinner. The child is told, not now, but maybe later. The adult in this situation understands candy will cause the child not to eat a proper diet at dinner. Don't you think our Heavenly Father does the same? Of course, not with candy, but something we think we need or want at that very moment. We need to step back and think. This delay might be due to God knowing it's just not the right time for that request to be granted. It could come later, or there might be something better on the horizon, or if we take a deep breath, we just need to wait. It certainly doesn't mean our Lord isn't there and that he doesn't hear and he doesn't care about your situation because scripture tells us in Hebrews 12, 1, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Jesus is part of that great cloud of witnesses. Not only do others watch what we say and do, but Jesus, he hears and sees. In this race of life, he desires us to throw off anything that stands in the way of our service to him. If you were running in a foot race or even walking a 5K, you certainly would not have someone put a 10-pound weight on your back before running or walking. That weight would be a hindrance. Neither can we serve our Lord with a bunch of items or issues weighing us down, causing us to focus on those issues instead of giving it all to Him. Have you read the scripture in 1 Peter 5, 7 that says, Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. Some translations use the word anxiety, but whatever is standing between you and the Lord Cast that issue on the soldier's shoulders of the one who can handle it and guide you through it. We can do life more successfully if we throw off all those issues or items onto our Lord 
and get about the business of living life free of confines. I think race is an appropriate visual aid because of the multitasking, fast-paced, got-to-get-there-first mentality we all have seemingly adopted as normal these days. Listen to the Word of God in Philippians 3.14. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. What is our goal in this life? Each person needs to answer this question for himself or herself, but our Lord desires us to press toward the goal of living for Him. When we live for Christ, we are not confused with our priorities. Corinthians 9.26 says, That is the way I run, with a clear goal in mind. When we become confused listening to the world, Galatians 5.7 reminds us, You are running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? It's time to take a break and get rid of the chaotic issues clouding our hearts and our minds. Who are you listening to? Who's writing the material you read? Is your life full of taking social media advice or ads on television or the programming often there? Who has cut in on your obedience to Christ? Once we are back on track running life's race, and that doesn't mean the rat race running, we can then call to remembrance 2 Samuel 22, 33 and 34. It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. And we all need to remember and take to heart that often we need to invoke a little patience, which is not my personal strong suit, and read Isaiah forty thirty one. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Our lives are like a race, whether we jog, walk, work out in a gym, ride a bike, But as scripture does, it brings the lesson home to understanding. In order to exercise, you need the proper equipment, be in the right frame of mind, and usually do a quick warm-up of your muscles. When one of those things are not included, your workout just doesn't go as smoothly as it should. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What things? Living through those issues. Living through problems living through anything on this journey through life that comes between you and God. Good, bad, indifferent, confusing, loneliness, depression, whatever comes your way. So it is with our spiritual life. If you leave out the preparation to worship, the reading of God's word, group attendance with a body of believers in a church setting, prayer, something will start to go awry. And other things will seep into places and become stumbling blocks in your spiritual race. Jesus, he's our Savior, and he cheers us on throughout our lifetime. He wants us to live this life on this earth to the fullest, to have joy, peace, success, so much more. Upon his entrance into our earthly realm as God's Son, fully God and fully human, Jesus has been cheering for us to shed our carnal nature and become a believer in Christ.
Father God, thank you for this little bit of time we spent this morning talking about some of the scriptures and about Jesus being in the stands, just rooting for us, wanting us to succeed, wanting us to know him and have the blessings of God just pour out upon us. That doesn't mean we won't have trials and situations that come our way. It won't mean that we sometimes won't be full of anxiety. But we know the tower to whom we run, the one that can walk beside us and help take away those things that are bogging us down and help us to continue on this race until we meet him face to face. God, as we head toward Palm Sunday, help us to rejoice in the fact this is one of the pinnacles of our faith, getting ready to celebrate a risen Savior who did not stay in that grave. And may we, Father, just worship you in spirit and in truth with our brothers and sisters in Christ this Sunday. Thank you, O Father, for everything you have done for us. Be with my friends and family who are listening. Bless them, Father. Give them peace. Give them whatever they need, Lord. And may we just rejoice that you came and you died and you're alive and well and waiting for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, my friends. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And as always, I will see you next time.